Hello and welcome to the August 3rd episode of 10, my name is Ryan and I will be your host today. Today I will report to you on some of the most interesting news from around the world such as President Trump giving TikTok until September 15th to find a U.S. buyer or he will ban the app, Tropical Storm IAIs is making its way to the U.S. East Coast and will bring lots of rain, Dwayne The Rock Johnson buys the XFL for $15 million, and much more. In our first story of the day. After days of whiplash over the future of TikTok, President Donald Trump said he would allow an American company to acquire the short-form video app, with a catch. Trump on Monday said September 15th as the deadline for TikTok to find a U.S. buyer, failing which he said he will shut down the app in the country. In an unusual declaration, Trump also said any deal would have to include a substantial amount of money coming to the U.S. Treasury. Trump described his proposal as being similar to a lease between a landlord and a tenant adding that TikTok owes the U.S. for its success. Microsoft says it is still discussing a potential purchase of TikTok, days after Trump first said he would ban the popular short-form video app from operating in the U.S. The Trump administration has repeatedly targeted the short-form video app in recent weeks, citing concerns over the privacy and security of its American users. In response, TikTok has pointed to the fact it has an American CEO and that its servers reside in the U.S. The company previously considered a restructuring to ease concerns. Besides selling TikTok to a U.S. buyer, ByteDance may also be considering other moves to further insulate itself from the U.S.-China fight. In weather news, Tropical Storm IAIs is making its way to the U.S. East Coast, and it looks like the region is about to get a lot of rain. After lashing the Bahamas on Friday and then weakening over Florida's coast over the weekend, the storm is expected to pick up speed and strengthen back to hurricane status before bringing strong winds and rains to the Carolinas on Monday, causing flooding from the rains itself and from storm surges. Meteorologists predict it will then travel up the east coast through Tuesday evening, reaching as far north as New England. As the storm heads up the Atlantic coast, it may also pick up energy from the jet stream, the powerful winds that steer weather systems in the northern hemisphere. It could even meet a sting jet a core of aggressive winds that can form in deepening areas of low pressure. That could lead to a brief period of even more wild northwesterly winds. Forecasts produce 3 to 6 inches of widespread rainfall, with some areas accumulating up to 8 inches. All that potential for flooding has caused the National Weather Service to issue flood watches along the East Coast, from Washington, D.C. through the New York City tri-state area. NYC has even set up temporary flood barriers in Lower Manhattan in preparation for a possible storm surge. There is still some uncertainty about what exactly the impact of IAIs will be along the East Coast. We do not know exactly how strong winds will be or how much rain will fall. But there's no question that communities should be prepared. In international news, Israeli fighter jets and attack helicopters have struck Syrian military targets hours after thwarting an infiltration attempt from Syria by suspected militants who were trying to plant explosives. Syria acknowledged the strikes, saying that Israeli helicopters fired missiles at Syrian army outposts and reported unspecified material damage. The incident comes amid heightened tension on Israel's northern frontier following a recent Israeli airstrike that killed a Hezbollah fighter in Syria and anticipation that the militant Lebanese group would retaliate. There was no official confirmation that the four suspected attackers were killed but a grainy video released by the army shows four figures walking away from barbed wire marking the frontier. The four then disappear in a large explosion that engulfs the area. 
Israel has been bracing for further retaliation and last week it said it thwarted an infiltration attempt from Lebanon by Hezbollah militants, setting off one of their heaviest exchanges of fire along the volatile Israel-Lebanon frontier since the 2006 war. Israel considers Hezbollah to be its toughest and most immediate threat. Since battling Israel to a stalemate during a month-long war in 2006, Hezbollah has gained more battlefield experience fighting alongside the Syrian government in that country's bloody civil war. After 40 years of calm, the Israel-Syrian frontier has heated up in recent years as Iran has tried to establish a military foothold on Israel's doorstep. In more international relations news, the Chinese Air Force apparently has deployed bombers to an airbase in the country's far west placing the warplanes within striking distance of Indian forces along the disputed Chinese-Indian border in the Himalayas. In early June, Chinese forces killed 20 Indian soldiers in a skirmish along the line of actual control. Forty-three Chinese soldiers also were injured or died. Indian and Chinese warplanes and helicopters are patrolling the border zone as the standoff continues. In architecture news, work has begun to dismantle and repair the grand organ in Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris which escaped serious damage after a devastating fire in April 2019. The instrument, believed to be the biggest in France, was untouched by the flames that threatened to engulf the building and the gallons of water used by firefighters to extinguish the blaze. Though largely spared, experts say it suffered heat damage and is coated in dust from the 460 tons of lead tiles from the cathedral roof and spire that went up in smoke. With the roof destroyed and the inside of the cathedral exposed, the grand organ also suffered from the heat wave last summer. On Monday, workers were to start taking apart the instrument, which has 8,000 pipes, 5 keyboards and 109 stops and is situated under the rose-stained window to the west of the cathedral. The pipes will be individually cleaned and repaired. The aim is to have the organ, situated 16 meters above floor level, playing again on April 16, 2024 exactly five years since the fire. Once the organ is repaired, it will take six months to tune and harmonize. In aircraft news, Virgin Galactic is still aiming to send tourists to space, but the space tourism company is also looking at how to whiz people across our planet as quickly as possible. Virgin Galactic has premiered a new jet design for high-speed air travel, a streamlined, delta-wing aircraft with capacity for 9 to 19 people cruising at an altitude of over 60,000 feet. The superfast jet will travel at Mach 3, three times faster than the speed of sound. Virgin Galactic has also announced a partnership with Rolls-Royce to design and develop engine propulsion technology for futuristic high-speed commercial aircraft like this one. Virgin Galactic envisions the jet ferrying passengers on long-distance commercial air routes, and the idea is its interior could accommodate custom cabin layouts, including business or first-class seating. The jet would take off and land in the regular way. In technology news, after months of delays, Google on Monday unveiled the Pixel 4a, a budget phone carrying a $349 price tag that is less than half the cost of last year's Pixel 4 flagship. The 4a is Google's latest entry in the mid-tier phone market and comes as the company struggles to gain traction in the premium phone game. The lower price is unintentionally timely. The coronavirus pandemic has hammered economies and cost jobs. Consumers may well be looking to save money while still staying connected through new technology. The new phone is a further price cut for Google, whose previous mid-year model, last year's Pixel 3a, cost $50 more. It also comes with reduced options. The 4a is available in just one size, a 5.81-inch display, 
and one color scheme, black with a pastel blue power button. The 3A came in two sizes and three color schemes. The biggest draw of the 4A will likely be a feature shared with the Pixel 4, a premium camera that rivals those on Apple's iPhone and Samsung's Galaxy S phones. Google has made a big push in the smartphone market, but it has not become a major player despite being the maker of Android, the world's most widely used mobile operating system. Android powers almost 9 out of every 10 smartphones shipped globally. Still, Pixel sales have been lackluster for years. The challenge of selling its well-reviewed high-end phones led Google to create its Meteor line last year. The Pixel 3a helped to lift Google's smartphone business but was discontinued last month. The Pixel 4a will face stiff competition from budget phones from Apple and Samsung, the iPhone SE and the Galaxy A51, both going for $400. In sports news, a group including actor and former WWE star Dwayne Johnson has agreed to purchase the XFL for about $15 million. The XFL declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy April 13 and has been seeking a buyer for the past three months, marketing itself as a made-for-TV product that could transition as early as 2021 to a bubble concept during the coronavirus pandemic. Johnson and his investors are making plans to play next season. The sale must be approved by a bankruptcy judge at a hearing Friday. The XFL has twice shuttered after one season, first in 2001 and again earlier this year as a result of the pandemic, and there has not been a successful alternative professional football league since the AFL forced a merger with the NFL in 1970. But XFL owner Vince McMahon had been a determined aspirant, investing $200 million in the league's second incarnation. The league averaged 1.9 million television viewers per game and generated nearly $20 million in gross revenues in 2020, according to court filings. It had projected $46 million in gross revenues for the 10-game season, each data point exceeding internal expectations. That's all for today's episode of 10, thank you for listening and have a great day.